You're listening to DC Broadcasting, podcast produced by the radio broadcasting students at Durham College. I'm Kenny Dolphin. These are your news headlines. News headlines on Riot Radio. Riot Radio. Ontario reports 945 new COVID-19 cases today, but a statement issued this morning from the Ministry of Health said that the cases were underreported due to a data error. This comes as restrictions start to ease in some parts of eastern Ontario. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. Dozens of former Republican officials are in talk of an anti-Trump third party. Republican officials who view the party as unwilling to stand up to former U.S. President Donald Trump and his alleged attempt to undermine the U.S. democracy are in talks of forming a center-right breakaway party. The former Republican officials include administrations of Ronald Reagan, George W. Bush, as well as Trump's own former administration. Experiencing it with this group of guys is um, every year is amazing. And this team is world champions forever. You can't take it away from us. So In sports, Tom Brady is once again a world champion. Tom Brady won his seventh ring, defeating the Kansas City Chiefs 31-9. Brady threw for 201 yards and three touchdowns with no interceptions and won the Super Bowl MVP. In the NHL, the Toronto Maple Leafs defeat the Montreal Canadiens 4-2, and the Toronto Raptors take on the Boston Celtics on a second night of a back-to-back. The game starts at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Right radio weather. Today will be partly cloudy with a high of minus 4, dipping to a frigid minus 16 in the evening. Tomorrow will be more sun and clouds with a high of minus 8, dropping to minus 15 at night. It is currently minus 4. For DC News, I'm Keanu Dolphin. Listen, baby. Ain't no mountain high, ain't no valley low, ain't no river wide enough, baby. If you need me, call me, no matter where Welcome back to the Dolphin Dive Show. If you are new, I am your host, Keanu Dolphin. Let's dive right into the episode. Coming up in 30 seconds, find out what the Durham region did to get in hot water with the black community. Then, we'll talk about how Brady threw his best touchdown pass ever at the Super Bowl celebration. And to wrap up the show, I'll talk to you about the Marvel show that should be on everyone's watch list. It's going to be a good one. All that is coming up next. Campus life and regional stories about people and places. What's happening in Durham Region? This is DC Focus on Riot Radio. This week on DC Focus, the Durham Region Health Department reported 25 new COVID-19 cases and no new deaths on Wednesday, leaving the total death count at 289. There are currently 266 active cases in Durham, 239 of which are self-isolating, 27 in hospital. In Durham Region news, the region received backlash after creating a Black History Month scavenger hunt for its staff, something the black community didn't take kindly to, some calling it a slap in the face and racist. The scavenger hunt included dancing to reggae music, cooking a Caribbean or African meal, and having a conversation with a black employee. Durham officials have apologized for the incident, saying, quote, We will ensure the remaining activities for Black History Month are both respectful and educational. In Durham College news, there is exciting upcoming events on the way for the college. On February 12th, join the college as they host a seminar about gender-based violence and the impacts of COVID-19. To learn more about the event and when to join, go to the Durham College website. Also on February 12th, the college's eSports club will host a casual Fortnite game night. 
To find out how to join and what time to head over, go to the Durham College website. And lastly, on Monday, the 15th of February, the college will start a new series called Mandalorian Mondays, where they will watch the entire season one of the Disney show Mandalorian. Join the college's Discord server to find out more information. That's it for DC Focus this week. I'm Keanu Dolphin. Listening to the Dolphin Dad. You're listening to the Dolphin Dive Show, hosted by yours truly, Keanu Dolphin. 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 Dolphin, where we got everything you want to hear from news and other news. Over two dozen are arrested at a Trump protest in Washington. Sports. James Harden is headed to the Nets in a blockbuster multi-team deal. COVID updates. Ontario reports. Ontario is reporting over 1,400 new COVID-19 cases and hot takes. And at the number one spot, we have Like a Rolling Stone by Bob Dylan. So I don't think this song should be in the top 10 in my opinion. And I would actually take all other nine songs every Wednesday at 1 p.m. right here on Riot Radio. Nothing other than the Dolphin Dive. Welcome back to the Dolphin Dive Show. I'm Keanu Dolphin. I hope you're doing well and staying safe. Now, I know I've been talking about the Super Bowl a lot, but did you see Brady toss that Super Bowl across the boat to Gronkowski? That was something to withhold. I mean, I know it's all fun and games, you won the Super Bowl, but could you imagine if that fell in the water or dropped and broke? Like, I mean, it's fun fact, Gronkowski has dented the Super Bowl before, so it's not out of the question. But with that said, it does pose a good question. What is the protocol if the Super Bowl breaks or falls into the water never to be found again? Does someone have a backup? Do you get a magnet to get it out of the water? Will it come up rusty? Does someone get fined? How much do they get fined? So many questions. I guess we'll never know since they caught it. And I don't know about you guys, but watching that video kind of gave me anxiety because I didn't want them to drop it, but I did, if that makes sense. But after thinking about it, it is a dangerous act. And, you know, as a Miami Dolphins fan, when we win the Super Bowl next year, we're going to need that trophy. So, you know, take care of that thing for me, Tom. Speaking of watching videos, when we get back from a quick break, I'm going to chat with you about my new favorite show, WandaVision. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Broadcasting for Radio and Contemporary Media students at Durham College. Now back to more news, campus information, and informative talk, right here on Riot Radio. Keanu Dolphin, you have to be living under a rock if you haven't heard about the new Disney Plus show, WandaVision. Now, the show is a continuation and expansion of the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, And without giving away too much of the show, it's really good. (laughs) No, but in all seriousness, it's nothing like Marvel has ever put out before. It actually caught me so off guard. And for newcomers on the fence on whether they should watch this show or not, I actually advise you to get past the first one or two episodes like most shows because it does start off a bit slow in my opinion. But one thing I can say is it does pick up the pace in a hurry and has only gotten better every single episode. Now, in the latest episode, something huge happened. I know my Marvel fans out there know what I'm talking about. And I'm bringing this up because I'm so impressed in what Marvel has been able to do during, you know, a global pandemic. 
with all the postponements and still giving us top tier content is just a testament to how great Marvel is and why I prefer them over DC Comics. But you know, that's a debate for another day. I don't know where the show is going or how will it end, but I do know one thing. If you decide to watch it, you will not be disappointed. With that marks the end of this week's show. Go watch WandaVision. New episodes every Friday. Not a sponsor. Thank you for taking the time to tune in. Join me next week where I'll have more news, sports, weather. I'll give you updates on what's going on in the Durham region and the Durham College campus and much, much more right here on the Dolphin Dad Show. Thanks again. Stay safe and see you next time. News headlines on Riot Radio. I'm Erica Carson. These are your Riot Radio news headlines. Local pharmacies are ready to help out with the national COVID-19 vaccine rollout once supplies become available. The rollout for COVID-19 vaccines will be different than it has been for the flu vaccines because it is being administered to priority groups first. So pharmacies recommend vaccination by appointment. On Saturday, the Ontario Health Ministry said supply is currently the main issue with the vaccines, but pharmacies will be included as a vaccination site in the next phase of the plan. The next phase could begin early March, and when the vaccine supply increases, the government will allow more health care providers to administer the vaccine. This includes nurse practitioners, registered nurses and registered practical nurses, as well as pharmacists, pharmacy students and interns, and pharmacy technicians. In sports, the Toronto Maple Leafs have moved to the top of the NHL standing during their start to the season. Toronto has dominated the North Division rivals. The Maple Leafs were the first team to reach 10 wins this season, and they have surrendered just 9 total goals during the 4-0-1 run they take into Monday night's game against the Ottawa Senators at Scotiabank Arena. For Riot Radio weather, it is currently sunny and minus 7, with snow ending in the morning, then cloudy with 40% chance of flurries and a low of minus 13 in the evening. Tomorrow is sunny with a high of minus 3 and cloudy with a low of minus 10 in the evening. It's currently minus 7. For Riot Radio News, I'm Erica Carson. Welcome to Let's Talk. I'm your host, Erica Carson. On today's show, in just a few minutes, I'm going to tell you how you can explore your new career path with the help of a virtual workshop Durham College is hosting. And now that you might be on the crunch time with completing assignments and studying for tests, now that reading week is just around the corner, it's important to take a step back, breathe a little, and remember to take care of yourself. I'm going to give you a list of things that you can do to help with your mental health and your self-care. That's all coming up on Let's Talk on Riot Radio. Campus life and regional stories about people and places. What's happening in Durham Region? This is DC Focus on Riot Radio. This week on DC Focus, I'm going to let you know how you can explore your new career path with the help from Durham College. On February 25th from 9 to 1, you can attend a virtual workshop designed for individuals who are unemployed or underemployed and are looking to gain employment and or explore education options. If you have recently lost your job or are looking to upgrade your skills while pursuing a new career path, you can join the free Explore Your New Career Path virtual workshop. During this online event, a team of experts will help to guide you in identifying your strengths and interests, researching your career possibilities, and helping you create a personalized plan to pursue training or begin your job search. To find out more and to register, you can head to the Durham College events page and select the correct event. Keep in mind, spaces are limited, so hurry and register so you don't miss out on this great opportunity. That's DC Focus right here on Riot Radio.
You're listening to the broadcasting for radio and contemporary media students at Durham College. Now back to more news, campus information, and informative talk right here on Riot Radio. Welcome to Let's Talk. I'm Erica Carson. Thank you for listening in. So reading week is just around the corner and you might be feeling completely overwhelmed and stressed out. So I want to share with you some self-care 101 that can help you to de-stress and take care of your mental health. So first thing I want to suggest to you is to have a social media detox. I know it's a great distraction from the outside world and there's like a million things you can do and look up on social media, but it actually can be really harmful to your mental health. And I've noticed a lot during this pandemic that for some reason it's become the new normal to cyberbully, and that's 100% not okay. We've been told our whole lives that bullying in general is bad and you should not do it, but for some reason it's become the new normal. So if you're already stressed out and anxious, if someone puts out a harmful comment towards you or a subject of something that you might like, it's going to have a negative effect on you and that's not good for your mental health in the long run. So keep in mind it is okay to take a break from social media and focus on yourself. You can't believe everything that is said online and if it is causing you more stress, just step away from it. It will always be there for you to go back to. Just take a break from it. You don't need that negativity to weigh you down. The next thing I want to suggest is to listen to some music. So put on your favorite group or artist and block out everything else that is happening in the world and focus on how much you love whatever you're listening to. When I do this, it actually tends to make me feel more productive and motivated. So I'll actually clean my room at the same time, which is also another great self-care tip because it helps you to create an organized learning environment and it actually will help you to focus on your work more. The last thing I want to suggest to you is to journal. I find this so useful. Sometimes you just don't want to talk about certain things that are on your mind and that's completely okay, but it's not good to hold things in either. So journaling is a great way to get everything off your mind, just like you would be if you were talking to someone, but this keeps it private and tucked away so no one has to see it, but it's just as beneficial in the long run. Coming up after the break, we're going to continue talking about mental health and we're going to talk about TikTok icon Addison Rae as she opened up about her mental health struggles. That's all coming up right here on Riot Radio. You're listening to the Broadcasting for Radio and Contemporary Media students at Durham College. Now back to more news, campus information, and informative talk right here on Riot Radio. It's Let's Talk right here on Riot Radio, and I'm talking all about Addison Ray as she just opened up to the world about her mental health struggles due to her following on social media. If you're not familiar with Addison Ray, she is a TikTok star, and just after 18 months of joining TikTok, she is now at 76 million followers, where she does a whole bunch of different videos, ranging from dance routines, lip syncing, and like beauty videos, that kind of stuff. So since then, Addison has become known all over the internet and entertainment industry, as well as the fellow creators, Charlie and Dixie D'Amelio. And she recently opened up in an interview talking about her own mental health and how this lockdown definitely hasn't played a good part in that. She opened up saying, I've dealt with a lot of online hate and social media drama with people that are very opinionated and don't want people to be happy. She also said, when I look at negative comments, I can't let it get to me that much. And I think that doesn't define me and they don't really truly know me in my heart. There's going to be people that don't like you and that will tear you down, but you have to try and love yourself for who you are. I think it's great that Addison came forward and talked about this stuff. A lot of people look at celebrities and they think they have this picture-perfect life just based off of what they post on social media. 
And for the case of a lot of them, they struggle just as much as the average person out there. And I think it's great for her to show her younger audience that it's okay to struggle, but you also have to remember that you can't let those words tear you down. You do have to be your own person and it's okay to be a little bit different. And I think having a huge following that she does, it's really beneficial to get that message out there, especially because TikTok does tend to range with a younger audience for her fan base. So I think it's really good to let them know that it is okay to struggle and that she's also going through it, so it gives them someone to relate to, which is good because it shows them that you're not alone and everyone does go through the struggles that you're facing, so I think that's a really good message that she is showing to her younger fan base for sure. That's all for today's show. Thank you for listening. I'm Erica Carson. I'll see you next week on Let's Talk on Riot Radio. News headlines on Riot Radio. Hi, I'm Anthony Robinson, and these are your Riot Radio news headlines. Canada has set new travel rules and they are set to take off. Although air travel has come under scrutiny, the new rules will be starting next week. Arrivals into Canada will have to head to a quarantine hotel as they await testing. The border between Canada and America are now more difficult to cross. Drivers also will be faced with new requirements to enter the country by land. In sports, the Toronto Raptors played the Milwaukee Bucks last night. Toronto beat Milwaukee with a score of 124-113. to Fred Van Vliet led the scoring for Toronto with 33 points, while Milwaukee star Giannis Antetokounmpo led Milwaukee with 34 points. With this win, Toronto improves to 13-15 on this season, with their next game being a rematch against Milwaukee on Thursday night. For your Ride Radio weather, today will be cloudy and windy reaching a high of minus 3 degrees. Tonight will also be cloudy reaching, but reaching a low of minus 11 degrees. Tomorrow will be cloudy with a 24% chance of rain reaching a high of minus 2 degrees and a low of minus 7 degrees. It is currently minus 3 degrees. For your Ride Radio weather, I'm Anthony Robinson. Welcome to Let's Talk About the Show, where I talk about things that interest me or I have an opinion on. I'm your host, Anne and on today's show, I'll talk about how dangerous a snowplow can be. Then, I'll talk about a major pet peeve I have with driving in the winter, and then I'll get into one thing I think police can do to make things better. That's all coming up today on Let's Talk About on Ride Radio. Campus life and regional stories about people and places. What's happening in Durham Region? This is DC Focus on Riot Radio. This week on DC Focus. A 12-year-old boy has been taken to hospital with serious injuries after being hit by snow, which was being pushed by a snowplow. This happened Tuesday, February 16th, around 9.40 in the morning at Julie Payette Public School on Garden Street in Whitby. During recess, when children were outside, is when the accident took place. Durham police says the boy and girl were near a fence on school property when a snowplow was clearing snow on a neighboring property pushed snow toward the fence burying the boy and girl. Police was notified and were told two children around the same age was injured due to a snowplow pushing snow on them. Paramedics provided treatment for the girl at the school while the boy was taken to a local hospital for treatment for serious injuries. 
He was then transferred to a Toronto trauma hospital. Police says the girl's injuries were minor. The Ministry of Labor have been notified and are currently looking into what had happened. The snowplow stayed at the end of the lane near the school and the fence. Backpacks were laid on the ground near a pile of snow. The fence between the school and townhouse had been damaged by a snowplow last year. The parents of the injured children were notified. Last night, a snowplow had been moving snow and the snowplow hit the fencing. That's all for your DC Focus right here on Riot Radio. So one of the luxuries of living in Canada is the winter, right? And obviously, when people have places to go, the best way to go is by driving. So driving in the winter is is one of the fun things, I guess you could say, to do. Um, Where it comes to whether it's driving on black ice or icy roads or snowy roads and slipping and sliding here and there. Um, but one thing that like I have always had a problem with is people that don't fully clean off their cars when they're like driving. And yes, I have been guilty of it like a couple of times because I was running late or I just forgot to, and I didn't plan ahead for it. But my thing is like, especially people that have like pickup trucks or like SUVs, you, they don't clean off like the the back part of it or like the roof of it and like I know yeah sometimes it's hard to because like it's taller like the vehicles are taller but like still like you still need to clean at least attempt to clean it off because there's so much snow and like possibly ice that could be like on top of there that could just be left that, that could hit another car or like cause an accident but it's just like can you at least like you know clean it like if you're gonna like drive like you know you have a bigger vehicle and it's people don't have the sometimes they don't have the time if they're behind you or not even directly behind you like diagonally behind you that falling snow or falling ice can hit their car and obstruct their vision causing an accident and it's just like you can make this world such a better place if you just clean off the car and yeah to just clean off your car when you're about to go drive in in the winter time speaking sticking with the entire cars um idea another thing is like i feel like police officers should have like police cars should have their own brand of cars that should only be for police officers that shouldn't be able to like have like the public buy it or anything because i'm sick and tired of just like you know, driving and like having to look closely to think like, oh, is that a regular, sorry, is that a regular Ford Escape or is that a cop car or is that a regular Dodge or is that a cop car, you know? It'd be so much easier if just like police cars had, police officers had their own brand of cars. And like, yes, I know what you're thinking. Oh, why don't you just drive safely or why don't you just drive you know normally um i'm black it's, it's not that easy you know always just like you know always just wondering always being targeted because i have been targeted before when i was just cruising before 
but it, it's not it's not that easy it's not as easy it's just like oh just drive safely like you won't be you know it won't be a problem but it's just like and because i don't know just I, i'd rather have police officers have their own cars compared to like regular cars but then that also brings up like the next point like what about undercover cars and all that i feel like undercover cars like that should also be their own thing but like stay undercover too you know just have just find a way to like make their cars still be undercover but like make the cars be their own um their own brand like the like the rest of the cop cars i feel like that would just make life so much so much easier for for everybody but yeah that's just my take on i guess you could say driving canada driving in the winter thanks for listening and see you next week on let's talk about on riot radio on Riot Radio. I am Rakesha Harvey and here are your headlines. Durham Police investigates Curtis' retirement home after door handles are allegedly removed. Durham reports 69 new COVID-19 cases on Monday. In sports, Nadal continues to bid for a record 21st slam after breezing into the final eight. Formula One Daniel Ricciardo is excited as McLaren launches the 2021 car. In weather, it is currently minus 10 degrees Celsius and feels like minus 2. Expect scattered flurries in the afternoon and at night the temperatures will drop to minus 16. And on Wednesday, the temperatures will feel will be minus 15, feels like minus 22. It'll be mainly sunny for the day. For Riot Radio News, I'm Rakisha Harvey. Welcome to Let's Talk Fashion with me, your host, Rikisha Harvey. We have so much to talk about this week, from LMBA stopping production of Fenty to discussing what this means for the fashion industry. But before we can get into it, here is what's going on in Durham Region. Campus life and regional stories about people and places. What's happening in Durham Region? This is DC Focus on Riot Radio. This week on DC Focus. While March break is looking a little different this year, they won't be able to see you in person, but they are excited to create with you virtually. Creations from the Couch. March Break Art Kit will provide campers and parents a virtual worry-free option to stay at home and explore various activities to keep campers active over March break. From March 15th to March 19th, from 9am to 4pm, the workshop will run. Each kit includes access to online instruction videos, printed lesson plans, and all the materials needed to create seven projects for campus aged 4 to 13. Assistance may be required for some projects for kids aged 4 to 6. Kids cost $30 each, and they recommend one kit per child. Don't miss out. There are only 15 kits available. Order your March Break art before they sell out. Pre-registration is available from Tuesday, January 26th until Wednesday, March 10th. VAC members get a 10% discount and email them to get your coupon code.
To participate in creations from the couch, your campers will need access to a laptop, tablet, smartphone, or computer to watch online videos and space to make art. Parents and guardians will need to provide pencils and erasers paint and paintbrushes. Prepayment and advanced registrations are required for creations from the couch. Upon payment receipt, you will receive an email that will, with more details and can schedule a curbside pickup following registration. They look forward to creating with you. That's right here on DC Focus. Welcome to Let's Talk Fashion. There is some interesting news in the fashion world this week and I wanted to get into it. All of you listening might have heard that LMBH is shutting down Rihanna's fancy clothing line that launched in 2019. She even made history with her fashion line launch by being the first woman of color to lead a house under the LMBH brand and the first woman to create an original brand for the group and the line did really well. So, what happened? LMVH said that Fenty's ready-to-wear clothes will be put on hold pending better conditions. Fashion analysis say although Rihanna has a huge fan base, the Fenty's labor prices were too steep for most of them. But LMVH and Rihanna have pledged to concentrate on the long-term development of Fenty's ecosystem. There have been no posts on the brand's Instagram account since the start of this year and no new collections have appeared since November of last year. The developments highlighted the challenges dressy fashion brands have faced aiming the pandemic, even megastars aren't immune and pointed out more explosive growth in the categories like Innerwear and Beauty. LMVH now plans to concentrate on Fenty Beauty and Fenty Skin and get involved in a successful lingerie venture. Separately, on Wednesday, Savage and Fenty paid said private equity giant L. Carl Catterton in which LMBH has a stake, led a $115 million Series B fundraising round to support its growth and upcoming expansion into retail. Which makes you question, are luxury brands losing their appeal as people are being smart about how they spend their money? So, when we come back, we'll talk more about it right here on Let's Talk Fashion. You're listening to the Broadcasting for Radio and Contemporary Media students at Durham College. Now back to more news, campus information, and informative talk right here on Riot Radio. And welcome back. We were talking about LMVH shutting down production of Fancy down. So it kind of raises the question that coronavirus has changed luxury retail. Luxury apparel and accessory consignment grew to $24 billion market before COVID and has been projected to reach a $51 billion by 2023, driven largely but not exclusively by millennials and Gen Z. At the high end, there's the real real, which deals in authenticated luxury goods from designers such as Chanel, Louis Vuitton, and Valentino. For pure variety, there's Third Up, 
which boasts that customers can buy and sell more than 45,000 brands, everything from Gap to Gucci. Other sites like Poshmark and Depop lets customers buy and sell directly from each other. The pandemic has led even more people to consider the future of their closets. We've seen a strong uptick in sales with many people spending more time at home, staring at their full closets and looking to earn some extra cash, said ThreadUp president Anthony Marino. ThreadUp Resale reported that 50% of people are cleaning out their closets more than ever with Future Lux believes stores are critical to luxury experiences. Luxury will prioritize brick and mortar and physical interaction over online sales, he said. Ramborg believes that e-commerce in luxury is more about storytelling rather than selling. All these factors are pressing on the luxury market. It's not that luxury will suffer, it's that being redefined and expanded to mean more than it used to. That opens up the market to a new and different kind of competitors. It also creates a threat to established brands who have figured out how to adapt to what consumers want now. Well, that's all we have time to talk about today. Thanks for listening and see you next week on Let's Talk Fashion right here on Riot Radio. You're listening to DC Broadcasting, podcast produced by the radio broadcasting students at Durham College. News headlines on Riot Radio. Radio. I'm Aiden Cook. These are your Riot Radio news headlines. 7-Eleven is applying to open bars inside their convenience stores, three of which will be located in the Durham region. 7-Eleven applied to the Alcohol and Gaming Commission of Ontario to open up bars in 61 of their current locations that are standing in Ontario, three of which are planned in the Durham region. The three locations in the Durham region being... 245 Wentworth Street West in Oshawa, 2 Roslyn Road West in Ajax, and 704 Kingston Road in Pickering. The commission has commented on the application stating they won't be allowed to sell the booze for takeout or delivery, but just serve it inside the store. The public can comment on the application up until March 11, 2021. In sports, the Toronto Raptors are facing off against the Milwaukee Bucks at 8 p.m. Eastern tonight. Hoping Toronto will come up on top facing the powerhouse of a roster that Milwaukee has been working with, led by Giannis Antetokounmpo. The Raps have had a great season so far, and let's keep pushing through. Riot Radio weather, there is a winter warning in effect with lots of snow expected to be on its way. Today, we are looking at a high of minus 7 with a low of minus 16 later tonight, and tomorrow, expect a high of minus 3 with a low of minus 9. For Riot Radio News, I'm Aiden Cook. Welcome back to The Bolt. As always, I'm your host, Aiden Cook, and on today's show, we're talking about the snowstorm that's expected to hit the Durham region. A very long-awaited Nintendo Direct is going to be broadcasted tomorrow, and the recent ban on a Twitch streamer that has made the streaming community pretty upset. All that right here on The Bolt, only on Riot Radio. Campus life and regional stories about people and places. What's happening in Durham Region? This is DC Focus on Riot Radio. This week on DC Focus, so far this year we haven't seen much in the way of snow. 
it was a green Christmas, and even around Valentine's Day, there was almost no snowflakes in the Durham region. Well, you're in luck if you're a fan of the cold, cold snow. Durham is expected to get 15 to 25 centimeters of snow this coming week, with the snowfall already starting as of last night. The storm slowly came up from the states. Places that rarely got snow, like southern Texas, were getting more snow than we were up here. I have a couple of friends from southern Texas, and it's safe to say that they were definitely having a blast seeing snow for the first time. Some towns have been unlucky and lost power for a few days, like in states like Virginia. Hopefully this snowstorm isn't too extremely bad, especially because I don't want to have to get up every morning to my mom telling me to shovel the driveway. That's DC Focus right here on Riot Radio. You're listening to the broadcasting for radio and contemporary media students at Durham College. Now back to more news, campus information, and informative talk right here on Riot Radio. A very long-awaited Nintendo Direct is coming out on February 17th that has Nintendo fans freaking out all over the internet. For those who don't know, Nintendo Direct is the big announcement video and blog post that Nintendo releases every few months that announces a whole slew of new things coming to Nintendo games and consoles. This specific Direct is supposed to cover everything that is coming out this year, 2021. Most gamers on Twitter are thinking it's going to be new characters, or at least a new character for the Super Smash Bros. Ultimate game that's currently out, and others are talking about their remaster of the fourth generation of Pokemon, Diamond and Pearl, which was rumored to be getting a remaster later last year. In my honest opinion, no matter what happens, people are going to be pleased to hear about new games coming out, news that is going to be announced, and potentially even announcements on Switch updates or new consoles that might be coming out in the future. I am certainly praying for more titles to come out on the Switch. I've had my Switch since launch, and as of now, it's just a display item that collects dust in my room. Twitch has a very strict terms of service agreement, like most websites do. You need to follow the rules to stay on the platform. But a lot of streamers and viewers claim that Twitch is never balanced with their rules, and it's kind of up in the air for who gets banned and who doesn't. A new example of someone getting banned is Clicks, a professional Fortnite player. But was this ban too far? Clicks was playing in a Fortnite tournament on Valentine's Day where he opened a folder on his desktop that had an explicit image within it. Keep in mind, the photo was extremely tiny and almost invisible unless you really, really look for it. And he got permabanned, meaning he won't be able to stream on Twitch again. Kind of. Partner Twitch streamers are sometimes given a manager to help out with situations like this. Uh, kind of besides the point. But this is where people drew the line. 1. It was an accident. Two, he got permabanned with no warning. And three, people have done way worse on Twitch and gotten off with no punishment, which frustrates a lot of streamers and really limits what someone can do on the platform. Flix has always kind of been in hot water. He has no filter and kind of does what he wants because of who he is. He just has a huge ego. 
An example was another streamer named Aiden Ross hosted a dating show where you had to be 18 to participate and Clicks, who was 16, said he was 18 and almost got Aiden banned. Clicks only did this because it would get him a little more exposure and some clout for his own channel. With all that said and done, Clicks will probably not get a perma ban, especially if he has a good manager, but this has definitely left the community in shock. Thank you so much for listening to the show this week. As always, I'm your host, Aiden Cook, and this has been The Bolts, only on Riot Radio. News headlines on Riot Radio. Riot Radio. I'm PJ Share. These are your Riot Radio headlines. Police seek witnesses in assault that left man injured in Oshawa. The police are currently investigating an assault of a man that took place on Simcoe Street North around 9 a.m. on February the 7th. The victim was taken to a Toronto trauma center with non-life-threatening but serious injuries. Durham bus converted to mobile COVID-19 testing clinic. A Durham bus has now been converted to a COVID testing clinic, which gives the health department the ability to test up to 30 people an hour for the coronavirus. The clinic will be able to test at a range of locations and will be handled by two paramedics, a driver, and DRT mechanics. In sports, MLB opens harassment hotline after scandals. The MLB has created a hotline for people not employed in the leagues or teams to be able to report harassment or discrimination after Jared Porter, general manager of the Mets, and Mickey Calloway, pitching coach of the LA Angels, were accused of sending inappropriate messages to female reporters. TSN accesses all sports radio in Vancouver, Winnipeg, and Hamilton. Due to the major layoffs that Bell Media had, TSN Radio accesses all of its sports radio stations in Vancouver, Winnipeg, and Hamilton. TSN in an online post said to listeners, It was a difficult decision, but the realities of the quickly evolving broadcast media landscape in Canada have made this change unavoidable. Riot Radio Weather. Today we are looking at cloudy skies with a chance of flurries with a high of minus 5 and a low of minus 10 with snowfall tonight. Tomorrow we're looking at more snow with a high of minus 7. It's currently minus 5. For Riot Radio Weather, I'm PJ Share. Welcome to Random Vibes. Summer is far away, but I'm going to show you on DC Focus how you can bring it closer in a little Pikachu. See what I did there? At the next segment, Pokemon, something I think we all loved during our childhood, which I still love now. And I'm sure you'll love this next segment, Valentine's. It's over now, but I, I got a pad for time. That's all coming up on Random Vibes here on Riot Radio. Campus life and regional stories about people and places. What's happening in Durham Region? This is DC Focus on Riot Radio. This week on DC Focus, you know what I really miss? The summer, the bright sun, the warm weather, the beaches, just going into the water, swimming around. So, what am I trying to get at? Well, I'm here to talk about the second annual Endless Summer Virtual Fun Walk, an event that runs from the 14th all the way to the 28th. So... What I can gather is this event is ran by the Hearth Place Cancer Support Center. And this event, Endless Summer Fun Walk, seems to be a way to raise awareness and gain money to help with cancer. All the while getting to exercise from the comfort of your own home. Which sounds great, as it raises awareness and it gets you some exercise, which I'm sure is great, because I find that being trapped at home has made me extremely hungry, so exercise sounds great. Well, I mean for other people, I'm too lazy, but you know, I'll still exercise. And before I forget, yes, it says walk in the title, but there are substitutes like dancing or yoga, which counts. They have like a little chart on their website that's like, oh, dancing this much equals this amount of walking. So, you know, not cheating. 
So yeah. For you to register, it's $20 for an adult and $10 for a child. And make sure to post online and post the hashtag FunWalkForHP. And talk to friends or family to help spread awareness and donate to help a great cause. And support people dealing with cancer. That's DC Focus here on Riot Radio. You're listening to the broadcasting for radio and contemporary media students at Durham College. Now back to more news, campus information, and informative talk right here on Riot Radio. Hey, what's up? It's Random Vibes. You remember Pokemon? I remember Pokemon. Let's talk about it. While I talk, you listen. But yeah, Pokemon. I assume that's something we all played as kids. Uh, platinum, Pearl, Diamond. Actually, I'm doing another Platinum run through right now. Shout out to my boy, Torterra. Let's go! But yeah, Pokemon. A series that is still running, whether it be shows... The occasional movies, like Detective Pikachu, which actually turned out to be pretty good. Pikachu? And still, they're making games. Uh, what is it? Pokemon Snap's coming out, which was an old classic that's now being remade. But yeah, Pokemon still lives on. I just remember like going to school, being like, Oh, I got this guy, I got this guy with my friends. And then battling out. And I know I remember going to one of my friend's places and we just played Pokemon on our DS's. Or he had uh, one on his Wii called like... Battle Revelations, where you get to pick Pokemon and then battle one another. It was amazing. But yeah, Pokemon, I, I feel it still resonates with some people today. Like, whether they're still playing it, still watching or doing whatever. I feel it is a timeless classic. It, it's a game that, in a sense, you can see is towards kids, but still older people play it all the time. I mean, I could understand if they don't watch the show, because... I feel that's still more directed towards kids. Uh, shout out to Team Rocket and my boy James for being uh, the best part of the series. Prepare for trouble. Make it double. Looks like Team Rocket's Rocket knifing on the game. Represent. But yeah, Pokemon is something that, even though we've grown up, I would say still resonates with us. Whether just playing games collecting guys, watching YouTubers play Pokemon, like, it's fun to watch, I gotta admit, whether it be battles or just doing a whole playthrough, but yeah, I love Pokemon, I'm older now, still do, playing Pokemon Platinum right now, just reliving the experience, and now, love, by the time I'm recording this, Valentine's is over, and I'm happy, because I am single, but yeah, Valentine's Day, a day for love, probably have some romantic track playing over this or something i don't know i'm gonna be honest valentine's day i don't know how i feel about it i want to say i'm kind of neutral but i kind of hate it because this might be just me venting about it because i'm single but no it's not i defy you heart man i find that valentine's day is so it's obviously a day where you do a whole bunch of romantic big gestures i would say but I feel when it comes to love, you shouldn't have it just on one big day. I, I like Valentine's Day is a perfect day, but still, you should just do like small gestures or just if you want to do something big, don't wait till Valentine's Day. Do it now. If you have a plan, 
go ahead and do it. Buy like a bouquet of flowers. I'll teach, I don't know, doves how to sing. That sounds dumb. But yeah, you shouldn't have to wait till Valentine's Day to just do whatever romantic gesture you want to your significant other. Have fun. Just do little cute gestures every day and maybe just plan one big one. Surprise. And make it cute. And then upload it to YouTube for views and get money. What can I say? I'm a businessman. But yeah. I'll, like, still, Valentine's Day kind of sucks for me. I'm single, still searching. Anyone listening? Call me. But still, you gotta admit it's cute. Whether it's just being seen Valentine's specials on TV, watching cute romantic videos on YouTube or Insta, it's a holiday that resonates with most and is a very romantic time. I mean, Christmas can also be romantic, but you know, Valentine's is literally just a day full of love. But I'm just saying, it's true. But yeah. That's my little Valentine vent. Event in times, if you will. That was dumb. But yeah, that's been a random vibe here on Riot Radio. News headlines on Riot Radio. I'm Ryan Delaney, and these are Riot Radio headlines. Terry was reporting 1,868 new cases of COVID-19 from the last two days, while stay-at-home order had been placed since the last month has been lifted in most parts of the province. Health Minister Christine Elliott said Tuesday that the province is reporting 904 cases today, as well as 964 cases from the holiday Monday. Also, weeks of online learning are coming to an end for thousands of students and parents at schools in Toronto and neighboring Peel and York regions to reopen. The last is Ontario to do so after the Christmas break, Many medical experts, including a committee led by Toronto Sick Kids Hospital, have called for schools to be the priority as the Ontario government decides when and how to bring the hardest hit regions out of COVID-19 lockdown. In sports, the Toronto Raptors face off today against the Milwaukee Bucks at 8pm, while the Toronto Maple Leafs will try and bounce back on Wednesday to redeem themselves from an embarrassing loss against the Ottawa Senators from giving up a 5-1 lead and losing 6-5 in overtime. Riot Radio weather, today's forecast is a high of minus 8, partly cloudy and it will be a low of minus 17, tomorrow is a high of minus 3, some sun and clouds and will be a low of minus 9, it's currently minus 9 outside. For Riot Radio News, I'm Ryan Delaney. Welcome to the Coffee Grind, I'm your host Ryan Delaney. On today's show, we talk about the newest updates of Durham College on DC Focus. We talk about the return of Jumbo Joe and the Maple Leafs, embarrassing choke against the Ottawa Senators on Monday night. That's all coming up on Riot Radio. Campus life and regional stories about people and places. What's happening in Durham Region? This is DC Focus on Riot Radio. This week on DC Focus, man is facing assault charges after stabbing an Oshawa apartment left one person seriously hurt. That's according to Durham Police, who started investigating on Monday afternoon when a 21-year-old man walked into a local hospital with serious but non-life-threatening injuries. Officers went to an apartment on Simcoe Street South and arrested Frank Crisiz, 45, of Oshawa. He was charged with aggravated assault and assault with a weapon. Also. 
Ontario Premier Doug Ford toured the downtown Oshawa Holiday Inn Express on Thursday afternoon as the province announced that the hotel would open as COVID-19 isolation center this week. The province is also opening a new isolation center in Brampton, expanding two new centers in Toronto to create 1,500 additional beds for isolation, including 125 rooms at the Oshawa Hotel, located at 67 Simcoe Street North. The isolation center will have a range of services, including catered meals, security, transportation, free Wi-Fi, and links to health and social services. The idea is to support individuals who cannot safely isolate at home. Transmission among household members is the most common source of COVID-19 spread in Durham. That's your DC Focus right here on Riot Radio. You're listening to the broadcasting for radio and contemporary media students at Durham College. Now back to more news, campus information, and informative talk right here on Riot Radio. Welcome to the Coffee Grind right here on Riot Radio. I'm Ryan Delaney, and thank you for joining us today. We're going to be talking about the return of Joe Joe or Joe Thornton, and the Maple Leafs' embarrassing loss against the Ottawa Senators. As you know, Joe Thornton was a huge steal for the Maple Leafs at the trade deadline. At least fans couldn't have been happier to have such an impactful veteran player come in and join the team with all this young talent that's currently on the team. Fortunately, at the beginning of the season, Joe Thornton fractured a rib during a game against the Edmonton Oilers. It was said to not return for about four weeks, and Monday... Monday's game against the Senators. He finally returned. People were wondering what line he would be on coming back. Originally being on the first line with Matthews and Marner, Sean O'Keefe said, uh, you know, he didn't want to change anything, and he still gave him a chance to play on that top line on Monday, and had fans excited to see the veteran player play alongside the two young stars. But Monday's night game against the Ottawa Senators was probably one of the weirdest and most embarrassing loss since the 2013 Boston Game 7 when Toronto blew a 4-1 lead in the third and lost in overtime. But this game was different and probably a little bit worse. Uh, you have the best team in the league, Toronto Maple Leafs, and you have the last place team in the league with only three wins and probably considered the worst team in the league right now, the Ottawa Senators. <laughs> started off really well for the Leafs. Joe Thornton starting off the game with an assist to Matthews and scoring a goal himself not too long after. And, you know, they had uh, five goals by the end of the third period. Oh, by the end of the second, it was 5-1 Toronto. But then the Senators scored a shorthanded goal right before the clock ends to make it 5-2. Who would have known from that that would, that would that that would spark the Sens to wanting to come back. Because most people think the game's over, but next thing you know, Ottawa gets two quick goals in the third, one of them being a breakaway, and then the other one was just a good play, I guess, but now every Leafs fan is sweating bullets, thinking that they better not tie it, they better not tie it. And with two minutes left, Ottawa pulls their goalie, and of course they tie the game and force overtime, so... Both teams have one point, but Toronto, Toronto fans anyway, are really hoping that Toronto doesn't choke this and actually still win, so it's not as embarrassing. So the overtime, 3-on-3, three three, was going really well for Toronto. Marner, Matthews, Riley started on the ice. 
getting chance after chance, but just couldn't bury a goal. And about three minutes into overtime, Evgeny Dananov gets a breakaway from miscommunication from the Leafs. And of course, he has to score a top shelf to win. And I, as a Leafs fan, am so embarrassed, and so is the Leafs. Can't stop trying in any game, even if you have a four-goal lead. A win is a win, and you can't let that go. Like I hope the Leafs learn from their lesson and from from this game and play a better third period next game because they face Ottawa two more times in a row. So they better win, better win both of those games. I'm sure the Maple Leafs don't want to be embarrassed again. And I'm hoping for a better two games out of them because I hate seeing my team lose and especially losing like that. And that's all for today. Thanks for tuning in on the Coffee Grind and I hope you all stay healthy and safe. We'll be back next week with more during college updates, more news and sports updates on the Coffee Grind right here on Live Radio. You're listening to DC Broadcasting, podcast produced by the radio broadcasting students at Durham College. News headlines on Riot Radio. Radio. Hi, I'm Cleo Birch, and these are your Riot Radio news headlines. Much of Canada is lifting lockdown measures and reopening risky indoor settings while experts warn us that the coronavirus variants threaten to jeopardize recent progress and trigger a brutal third wave. Ontario also began rolling back restrictions this week, lifting stay-at-home orders in much of the province, allowing for non-essential businesses and even ski hills to reopen, while committing to further loosening measures in the coming weeks. A Texas doctor was fired and charged after he administered 10 doses of the COVID-19 vaccine to acquaintances and strangers including one to his wife. He allegedly stole a vial containing 10 doses of the Moderna vaccine while working at a vaccination site. For sports, the Utah Jazz won a 129-115 game over the Milwaukee Bucks. Rudy Gobert finished with 27 points and 12 rebounds. Joe Ingles drained 27 points. Jordan Clarkson netted 25 points. And Donovan Mitchell scored 26 points with 8 rebounds. The Boston Celtics defeated the Toronto Raptors 120-106. to Semi Ojale scored 24 points and Kemba Walker scored 21. Peyton Picard, 20 points, with a combined total of 65 points for the Celtics. Kyle Lowry scored 24 points with 6 assists and Pascal Siakam scored 23 points. For Riot Radio weather, it is currently minus 11, going down to minus 16 tonight with flurries. Tomorrow expected to be mainly sunny at minus 6. For Riot Radio News, I'm Cleo Birch. You're listening to the Birch Boy Weekly Podcast. Hosted by Cleo Birch. Yo, what's good? I hope you're doing well today. If you recognize this song, that means you must have played Cyberpunk 2077. This song is so dope. I love it. And gaming throughout the years has introduced me to countless new songs, and I love it. So I game so much. Anyway, on to today's show. For DC Focus, we'll be going over something that, let's be honest, most of us saw coming. And uh, spoiler alert, it has to do with the kids going back to school. Then we'll end off with the latest and greatest in rapid-fire gaming news. Stick around. Campus life and regional stories about people and places. What's happening in Durham region? This is DC Focus on Riot Radio. Hello, welcome to DC Focus. We'll be talking about the eight new cases of COVID-19 in Durham schools after just the first week of in-person classes. 
So when it comes to the location of the new cases or the locations of the new cases of COVID-19, these include Pine Senior Public School in Newcastle, one at E. Cole Secondary Catholic School, two at Curtis North Public School, uh, one at Maxwell Heights Secondary School in Oshawa, one at Claire Hughes Public School in Oshawa, and one at St. Mary Catholic School, Catholic Secondary School in Pickering, sorry. As of February 13th, there are 26 active COVID-19 cases in Durham schools. Some are older cases at the Durham Catholic District School Board schools. We can't be too surprised that they are finding COVID-19 cases in schools, but it just sucks, man, because honestly, the experience that these students and these kids have to go through now during COVID-19, it's, it's rough, right? And I don't know. I feel like them being younger, they need... They need these interactions from teachers and being uh, surrounded by fellow students. And it's, I don't know, the whole experience is just different. And it sucks to have to grow up in this kind of environment, right? And the fact that it's lasted for so long, it's just rough. And I can't imagine how I would be as a kid going through this stuff. Um, me now, I'm like what, 23, going on 24. Um working from home I feel like I feel like I can do this as 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 much as I'd rather be in class doing the work especially since I'm in a media program um I feel like I can manage me because I'm older right I can manage I I can adapt but these kids are still growing they're still adapting they're still learning about adapting right and I feel like them not being able to have the environment that I've grown up with it's just rough and it, it's tough and I can imagine that these kids are just not just not happy. So I guess all we can do is, is band together and, and hope for the best and do the best we can to get things better for the kids and for everybody so everybody's mood can go back up and things can go back to normal. People can go out and hang out with their friends because we all need it. Anyway, this has been DC Focus with your boy, Birch Boy. Be sure to stick around for Rapid Fire Gaming News. Rapid Fire Gaming News. Welcome to Rapid Fire Gaming News, where we go through the latest in gaming news as fast as we can. Alright, let's do this. 14 years after Halo 3 released, a new map will be added. It could join the Master Chief Collection as early as Thursday, February 18th in the game's latest public flight which allows players to test in-progress Halo games releases and give feedback to the dev team. Black Ops Cold War broke the top 20 best-selling games in US history in January 2021. Just a few months after its November 2020 release, it currently sits in 20th place. Although the entire top 20 has yet to be released, these are crazy stats seeing as Black Ops Cold War has only been out for a few months. A game made by X-Destiny and X-Halo developers called Six Days in Fallujah has been announced. It's an ultra-realistic shooter that focuses on real-life events that happened in the 2004 Iraq War, focusing on the initial aftermath of Saddam Hussein's capture. Pedro Pascal has been cast as Joel in the HBO's Last of Us TV show. Pascal is currently starring in The Mandalorian and previously had a very popular role in Game of Thrones. Assassin's Creed Valhalla and its two ancestors are breaking Ubisoft records for player engagement, and it looks like the RPG integration is here to stay for the future of the franchise. Ubisoft hosted a conference call with investors and analysts to where the company offered some deeper insights into the performance of its latest fiscal year. That quarter included the launch of Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which was the biggest launch ever for an Assassin's Creed game. It was also a big month for Assassin's Creed Odyssey. 
Anyway, that has been it for Rapid Fire Gaming News. This has been your boy, Birch Boy. Be sure to tune in every Wednesday at 1 p.m. to hit your boy up right here on Riot Radio. Hello, welcome to my show, Easy Busy, and these are your Riot Radio news headlines. News headlines on Riot Radio. The COVID fever has been so worse in the year 2020 that we have lost so many of our beloved ones. Fighting with the virus, the countries across the globe have decided to invent vaccines. But unfortunately, uh, the delivery of vaccines in Canada got delayed due to slow production in their firm. And then when nothing got into work, India decided to deliver their vaccines in Canada this month, helping many Canadians and young youths, including international students and immigrants living in Canada. India's Serum Institute will ship COVID-19 vaccines to Canada within a month. Uh, Health Canada is reviewing two separate applications for the approval of the uh, vaccine developed by extra uh, Zenega and Oxford University researchers, including a joint pitch from the Serum Institute of India, SII, a private enterprise in Pune in Western India. Canada has signed agreements to procure a range of vaccine candidates as a deal with AstraZeneca for 20 million doses. As of today, Canada has administered more than 1.1 million doses of either the Moderna or the Pfizer BioNTech vaccine across the country. Moreover, Carl Anthony Tones had uh, just enough scoring help from his teammate from the Minnesota Tiber Wolves uh, to end a four-game losing streak. Town scored seven of his 20 points late in the fourth quarter before fouling out with 38 seconds left and the Tiber Wolves beat the Toronto Raptors 1-1-6 to 1-1-12 Sunday night. Coming to weather, the weather will have some snow with a low of minus 7 degrees Celsius to a high of minus 14 degrees Celsius. Tomorrow will be a, a chance of snow in the morning and it will be sunny the day after tomorrow with a low of minus 4 degrees Celsius to a high of minus 10 degrees Celsius. For Right Radio, I'm Shivang Brumbert. Hello and welcome to my show Easy Busy Well on DC Focus. Today I'm going to talk about five places in Durham College where we can go for skiing. Followed up by bringing two film series which are important to watch and which has created their fan base by their content. Coming up next. Campus life and regional stories about people and places. What's happening in Durham region? This is DC Focus on Riot Radio. Hello and welcome to my show Easy Busy Where today I'm going to talk about those five places where we can go for skiing. The five places are in the region and in this winter, it is essential to go to skiing as we buy coffee. The first place is the Durham Forest. Well, the Durham Forest is on Concession Road 7 south of Oxbridge, offers more than 16 kilometers of cross-country skill uh, trials and features large hills, uh, wide paths, gentle hills. It offers easy, intermediate, and advanced skill level trials. The second place is Ganaraska Forest. Uh, it is more than 35 kilometers of groomed and track set trails for the novice and advanced skier. And the trails will challenge all skiers. The forest isn't in Durham, but on the border of the Northumberland. The third place is Long Salt conversation area which is in the northern clarington just down the road from the canadian tire motorsport park uh, there are 18 kilometers of trial for beginners intermediate and 
uh, advanced gears the fourth place is greenwood conversation area anyone wanted to try six kilometers of skiing won't find a better place uh ontario trial gives uh two out of five for degree of difficulty uh there is no more place to rent skis so anyone wanted to go will have to bring their own the fifth place is trans canada trial it's on regional road five east of the hamlet of uh, claremont in the north pickering there are 20 kilometers of trial and according to ontario trials they carry a degree of difficulty of uh, two out of five well that's it on dc focus you are listening to my show easy busy i'm shivang brahmat only on right radio who can listen my show hi hi hey yo shivang i can listen i guess me hello i can listen me me and my girlfriend other me hello yes i can It doesn't matter what's your age or who you are, a Canadian, immigrant or an international student. If you are living in Canada, yes, you are the one. Long-term care outbreaks, death reveals how badly we undervalue our seniors and people with dementia. First case of South African variant confirmed in Ontario's province reports 1900 cases of COVID-19. So I come Britain's rapist to winning ways with 3.9 against magic. Well, the biggest protest that has happened in India has made all a stunned by the decision. Canada will have to face a major drawback in receiving the vaccines. Uh, coming up next. Stay tuned for sports, local news, campus information, Hollywood gossips, international issues and more. With me, Shivang Brambat on my show, Easy Peasy, coming up every Wednesday on Riot Radio. Hello and welcome to my show, Easy Peasy, where today I'm going to talk about two movie series that have collected some great billion dollars till the date. The first movie to be accounted is X-Men. X-Men is an American superhero film series based on the fictional superhero team of the same name who originally appear in several uh, series of comic books created by Stanley and Jack Kirby and published by Marvel Comics. 20th Century Fox obtained the film rights to the characters in 1994 and after numerous drafts, Brian Singer was hired to direct the first film released in 2000 and its sequel X2. Uh, while the third installment of the original trilogy X-Men The Last Ten was directed by Brett Ratner with 13 films released, the X-Men film series is the seventh highest grossing film series. Uh, having crossed over $6 billion worldwide. Uh, the first three X-Men films and Deadpool set opening records in North America. Uh, X-Men had the highest July opening yet, while X2 and X-Men, the last ending, earned the fourth highest opening weekends yet. The Deadpool got the largest opening weekend in February. Uh, the X-Men film series is the second highest grossing film series based on the Marvel comic book characters after the marvel cinematic universe mcu in north america it is the fifth highest grossing film series having earned over 2.4 billion dollars worldwide it is the seventh highest grossing film series of all time having grossed over six billion dollars the second film is flash tv series the flash is an american superhero tv series developed by greg berlanting uh, Andrew Grisberg and Jeff Johns, airing on the CW. It is based on the Barry Allen's incarnation of DC Comics character The Flash, uh, a costumed superhero crime fighter with the power of the move, 
uh, to the superhuman speeds. It's the spin-off from Arrow, uh, exciting in the same fictional universe known as Arrowverse. The series follows Barry Allen, portrayed by Grant Gustin, a crime scene investigator who gains superhuman speed, which he uses to fight crimes, including others who have also gained superhuman abilities. The Flash premiered in North America on October 7, 2014, where the pilot became the second most watched premiere in the history of the CW. After The Vampire Diaries in 2009, it has been well received by critics and audience and won the People's Choice Award for the favorite new TV drama in 2014. The series, together with Arrow, has spun characters out of their own show, Legends of Tomorrow, which premiered on January 21, 2016. In January 2020, the CW renewed the series of the seventh season, which is set to premiere on March 2, 2021. The series was renewed for an eighth season in February 2021. The Flash was screened at the Warner Bros. Television and DC Entertainment Panel at San Diego Comic Con International in July 14. The series officially premiered on the CW on October 7, 2014. During the 2014 and 15 television season, and also premiered in Canada on the same night. The second episode was screened at New York Comic Con on October 9, 2014, as a way to repay the viewers that watched the series premiere episode. Well, that's it for today. I'll be back next week uh, talking about the more news and films. Stay tuned with me. I'm Shivang Burman, and you are listening to my show Easy Busy only on Riot Radio. headlines on riot radio Radio. i'm crystal pinnock these are your riot radio news headlines the senate acquits trump of inciting riot at u.s capitol ending his second impeachment trial donald trump was acquitted over the weekend of inciting the attack on the u.s capitol concluding an historic impeachment trial that spared him the first ever conviction of a current or former U.S. president. But it exposed the fragility of America's democratic traditions and left a divided nation to come to terms with the violence sparked by his defeated presidency. In sports... Toronto Raptors president Masai Ujiri says he will continue to fight for equality outside of the courts now that a lawsuit against him has been dropped. Ujiri issued a statement Monday in which he thanked Raptors players, staff, ownership and fans for standing with him throughout the timeline of the lawsuit, which stemmed from an altercation with a California law enforcement officer at the 2019 NBA Finals in Oakland, California. On to the weather. A low tonight of minus 20 degrees, cloudy tomorrow with a high of minus 7 degrees, and a low of minus 11 degrees. It's currently minus 11 degrees. For Riot Radio News, I'm Crystal Pinnock. Welcome to Just Wanna See You Smile. I'm your host, Crystal Pinnock. Thank you for joining me. On today's show, we will have Enduring Region News, 
find out how a 12-year-old boy got buried in snow. And the success of the Durham College and Ontario Tech Food Drive. Coming up in two minutes, Windsor Access County digging out of a snowfall. Campus life and regional stories about people and places. What's happening in Durham Region? This is DC Focus on Riot Radio. Whitby boy hospitalized after being buried in snow by snowplow. A 12-year-old boy has been taken to hospital with serious injuries after being hit by snow being pushed by a snowplow. The incident happened at about 9.40 a.m. on Tuesday, February 16th at Julie Payette Public School on Garden Street in Whitby. Children at the school were outside for recess when the accident happened. Durham police report that the boy and girl were near a fence on school property when a plow clearing snow on a neighboring property pushed snow toward the fence, burying the boy and girl. Durham Regional Police Constable Conrad Wong said, We had received information that a 12-year-old boy and girl roughly the same age had been injured. The injuries were caused by snow that had been pushed by a snowplow. Paramedics provide treatment to the girl on the scene, and the boy was taken to a local hospital for treatment for serious injuries. He was later transferred to Toronto Trauma Hospital. Wong said the girl's injuries were minor. The Ministry of Labor has been notified, and the police are investigating, Wong added. Hours after the incident, the plow remained at the end of the lane near the school and the fence. Knapsacks could be seen laying on the ground near a pile of snow. No charges have been laid as investigations in the early stages, Wong said. You're listening to the Broadcasting for Radio and Contemporary Media students at Durham College. Now back to more news, campus information, and informative talk right here on Riot Radio. Durham College and Ontario Tech University celebrate another successful campus food drive. Thanks to the generosity of the Durham College and Ontario Tech University communities, the 2020 Campus Food Drive raised more than $22,000 to help 384 students in need. In a year like no other, we are grateful for the continued support from our employees and their dedication to our students during the holiday season, says Kevin Griffin, professor in the School of Justice and Emergency Services at Durham College and co-chair of the Campus Food Drive. During a particularly challenging year for our students, our employees once again came through. And although we couldn't accept food donations and pack hampers this year, we were still able to support our students through fundraising efforts for the new Campus Food Drive Bursary. The Food Drive Bursary supported qualified and full-time students married or sole support with families and students who are living away from home and experiencing food insecurity. Food insecurity is an unfortunate reality for some, says Kevin. Although the Campus Food Drive efforts may look different moving forward, the goal and the spirit of the initiative remains the same. We hope that this bursary will continue to be an important part of assisting students in need in the future. The Campus Food Drive is an annual campaign organized by Durham College and Ontario Tech University with support from employees, alumni, students, and community members.
Welcome back to Just Wanna See You Smile. I'm your host, Crystal Pinnock. Windsor, Essex County is digging out after heavy snowfall. Residents are being encouraged to stay home if they can, as Windsor, Essex digs itself out from a massive snowfall that has led to nearly two dozen collisions. In an email, the OPP told CBC News that there have been more than 20 collisions throughout the county, with the majority of the collisions taking place between 6 p.m. Monday and 1 p.m. Tuesday. Some of these have been a vehicle that has slid off the road or into a fixed object, police said. In a tweet Tuesday afternoon, the OPP said they were dealing with multiple collisions, particularly on Highway 401's eastbound and westbound lanes near Cosino Road in the LaSalle area. About an hour later, police said the scene was cleared. Windsor police say they also dealt with a number of collisions in the city over the last 24 hours. With 23 non-injury related accidents and two dozen assist motorist incidents where police say people slid into ditches or got stuck. The region, along with other parts of southern Ontario, was placed under a snowfall warning on Monday as the forecast called for 15 to 25 centimeters of snow. In total, Environment Canada said the region received about 20 centimeters of snow. It's unknown whether the accumulation sets a record as the agency doesn't have a breakdown for how much of the snow fell Monday versus Tuesday. But Environment Canada said, considering the record set on February 15, 1980, is 9 centimeters, it's likely that the region broke that record. Windsor Mayor Jude Dilkins said snowplows were out in full force Tuesday morning. Main roads in the region are expected to be plowed by 5 p.m., but it could take up to 36 hours to clear residential streets. If you can, please stay home. If driving, stay alert. Slow down. Leave room for the plows and the sa- and be safe. Dilkins tweeted. Thanks for listening, and please stay safe. See you next week on Just Wanna See You Smile on Riot Radio. You're listening to DC Broadcasting, podcast produced by the radio broadcasting students at Durham College.